Welcome to the Transformed Teacher Podcast. I'm Meredith and I'm in your corner. I'm here to help you thrive as an educator with less stress and more joy. If nobody else tells you today, you rock. Hi, welcome to this episode of The Transformed Teacher. I hope that you're having a fantastic summer and I hope that all of your adventures and all of your relaxing, rejuvenating times are just everything you hoped for and more. I wanted to let you know about a teacher mom toolkit that I have created just for you. You can find it at my website www.thetransformedteacher.com and you'll see the button where you can get instant access. I have put together a lot of resources that help you as first a teacher and then as a mom and then as you yourself because sometimes we forget who that person is amidst all of the chaos. So you can go to my website, thetransformedteacher.com to download your toolkit. And I have heard from several teachers that it's a fantastic resource and it's really helping them. So I wanna be sure that you grab yours too because I don't want you to struggle. I've definitely struggled and that's what this episode is all about. So I wanna just be really honest with you and let you know that I don't believe that we are ever going to be free of our struggles and it's never going to be perfect. The trouble is that sometimes we're surrounded by these images of perfection, not just on social media or in commercials or magazines, but in real life. There are people in our lives who just seem to have it all together and they seem perfect and they seem totally self possessed and and totally like nothing is ever bothering them. And I just want to tell you that when people are sort of giving off that aura of I've got it all figured out, I've got everything together, my life is perfect, it's not true because almost every person, I I would say actually every person who's ever lived has faced some sort of internal battle that they don't show the world or they don't tell the world. And so when you look at what's going on with other teachers or other moms or teacher moms, and they seem like they've got it all figured out, just remember that everybody is fighting something and we just don't know what's going on beneath the surface. So let yourself have some grace around being imperfect and embrace it just a little bit more and own who you are as a mom, as a teacher, as a woman, own the things that are important to you, own what matters to you. So in this episode, I just wanted to share three things that work for me when it comes to feeling better as a teacher mom. And the first is to just really know in my heart of hearts that my family comes first. And when we get all of those pressures from maybe other parents of our students or colleagues or people who just make us feel like, ah, you're not doing a good enough job. When you kind of own that in your heart and you just say in your 
and being in the fiber and every fiber of your being, you know that your family comes before your teaching job. Some of the stress just kind of melts away because you realize that you get nine months with students, sometimes three or four months. And those students move on with their lives and their families move on. And you sometimes switch schools and the people that you worked with, you're never going to see again. So your teaching career lasts on average 20, 30 years and your children, you're going to have with you, hopefully God willing, you're going to have your children with you for your whole life. And your investment in them, your spouse, your family life, your investment in that, it is go ahead and give yourself permission to say that comes first. That comes first. I have a friend who I used to work with who is a teacher mom. She's been teaching for about 17 years. She's got two boys and she is very active at the school. She's a department chair. She attends a lot of meetings. She's on a lot of committees and she takes off whenever she needs to attend one of her son's events at school and she doesn't feel guilty about it. Sometimes she's made to feel guilty about it and she just goes anyway. She says, I'm going to take a half day and I'm going to attend my son's recital or I'm going to attend the school festival or whatever. And she doesn't feel any guilt about that. So when you just kind of own that in your heart, like this is who I am. I am a mom who teaches and my job as mom comes before everything. Okay. And the second strategy that works for me is to fill my mind with positivity. And that might mean telling Alexa to play some of my favorite upbeat music. That might mean listening to podcasts that are uplifting. Or sometimes I have an app on my phone. It's called the Calm app, C-A-L-M. And it has sort of these nature music soundscape sounds. And while I'm in the kitchen cooking, I'll just play one of those nature music soothing sounds. And when I am, when my ears are taking in that comforting music, it just does something to my heart rate and it brings it down and I'm able to be a lot more patient with my family and my kids. So when you fill your mind with positivity or when you go outside and you just listen to the sounds of nature or go by a running river if you can, and listen to the water flowing. When you fill your mind with sounds that are soothing or uplifting or pleasant, and like I said before, podcasts, I feel so much energy when I listen to a great podcast that just sort of gives me some cool ideas or some new ways of looking at my life or makes me feel like I'm not quite so alone or just gives me solutions to problems that I didn't even realize I had in my life. Um, So that's strategy number two. Fill your mind with positivity by listening to things that make you feel better, whether it's music, podcasts, nature, your children's laughter, whatever makes you feel uplifted. And then the third strategy, the third and final strategy when it comes to thriving as a teacher mom is to ask for help. And this is not something that we want to do. 
And it's not something that comes naturally to us because we want to feel like we've got it all covered and we've got it under all under control. But, and I know that you've heard this before. I know that you've heard, ask for help, ask for help. But I want you to look at it this way. When you ask somebody for help, nine times out of 10, there are going to be exceptions to this. Some people are busy and they just can't help you. And if they are, they'll let you know. But most of the people who are in your life really love you and they want to be there for you. They just want that opportunity. Our family just moved from North Carolina to Colorado and I am missing the heck out of my family. All of my family is there, except for my aunt who lives five hours away in another section of Colorado. But all, and my cousins who live in California, but all of my family, and I have grown up in North Carolina. It's where my roots are. It's where my um, extended family is. And I have my, my mom and my sister who would be there for me at the drop of a hat if I ever needed anything. And I have my grandmother, my aunts, my great aunt, who just want that opportunity to just be there to help me because they love me. And I know that you have people in your life like that as well. Sometimes we don't want to be a burden or we think that we can't show people any imperfection and we can't show them that we might be struggling. But I'm here to tell you that when you show that to the people who love you, when you tell them the truth, I'm struggling. I need your help. I don't know what to do here. I've got 15 piles of laundry, a sink full of dirty dishes, all of these things on my to-do list, and I don't know how I'm going to get them all done. Can you come over for a couple of hours and maybe take the kids to the park while I can get some of this stuff done? Or maybe you could just sit in the playroom and (laughs) watch them build a train set or whatever. I don't know. But the people in your life who are there, they love you. And, and that usually it makes them feel good by being able to be useful and to, to lift you up. And they probably love your kids as well. So when you ask the people in your life, hey, can you just help me out? That would be awesome. Another great resource can be parents of kids who live in your neighborhood. That has been such a lifesaver for me, making friends with moms in the neighborhood who have kids around the same age. When you can say, all right, um, it's Saturday afternoon. Can my kids play at your house for a couple of hours? And then I'll return the favor next weekend when I'm caught up. That can just be such a lifesaver. You can just take two or three hours and you've got time to yourself. You could just go get in the bubble bath if you want. You could abandon all your chores and just go give yourself a facial in your own bathroom or paint your toenails. I don't know, anything. But when you ask for help, You make the lives of everyone else around you a little bit better because when you're feeling a little lighter and brighter and more energetic, everyone else around you picks up on the positive vibes and it's actually selfless, not selfish to ask for help. So that drained, burned out, exhausted feeling doesn't have to be the reality for us as teacher moms we can create a little bit more time and energy for ourselves with just a few tweaks. So 
Again, if you would like more tips and resources, go download my free Ultimate Teacher Mom Toolkit. I'm getting a lot of great feedback from this toolkit and I'm so excited about that because I spent hours creating this, days really, because I want you to have the techniques and the resources that really work. And I can be honest with you, I've tried a lot of those time management systems and work-life balance resources, and there are a lot that don't really work, and there are some that really do. So the ones that I've curated for you in this toolkit will really save you some time and some energy. And since a lot of them are free, it will also save you some money. So like I said, they're separated into tools that you can use as a mom, tools that you can use as a teacher, and tools that you can use for just you. So um, I hope that you will go check that out right now. Go to the transformedteacher.com, grab your toolkit, and let your life become a little bit easier. If nobody else tells you today, you rock, and I'll catch you next time. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Transform Teacher Podcast. For more strategies around teacher well-being and self-care, visit my website, www.thetransformedteacher.com. If nobody else tells you today, you rock. Thank you.